0: What is up, kangaroo chasers? Carbs here with another sneaky bonus episode of the pod. We thought we'd release another one on a Sunday for you guys. And uh, before we do get into our interview, I just want to say a big thanks to all of you, the listeners, uh, all of you guys who support the show. We really appreciate it, and it's great to have a community who are genuinely interested in hearing from the people who are doing their bit to hashtag Grow Rugby League all the way around the world. It's it's amazing. Um, if this is your first episode or if you're a newer listener, then welcome. Welcome. Um, I encourage you to take a dig into our archives, check out some of the older older podcasts as well to get a feel for what this show is all about. Um, some good recommendations for you. so episode 36. It's called Footy in the Land of Trebojevic. Um, that was a chat with Red Star Belgrade rugby league boss Colin Clayweg. It's all about rugby league in Serbia and it's one of my favourites from that era. Um, you can also go back and listen to my official International Rugby League podcast short series uh, from 2019 uh, where I had a chat with administrators like Nigel Wood, Danny Kasangian, Ramon Safi, uh, some international representatives like Ashton Sims, Regan Grace... James Simpson, Hakeem Maloudi, uh, plenty plenty of great chats and great interviews in, in that short six-part series. Uh, you can find that uh, in between our regular episodes 40 and 41 in the archive, so go back, have a listen if you haven't before. Uh, I really enjoyed recording those. Um, now for this week's episode, we're staying a little closer to home than usual. Uh, so Big T has recorded a chat with David Trodden, He's the CEO of New South Wales Rugby League, and they talk about a program called Tri League, um, which aims to hashtag Grow Rugby League amongst the multicultural communities here in New South Wales. Now, a little bit of a warning. T and David are both Balmain boys, uh, so there's a little bit of Balmain love at the beginning, but uh, if you can get past that, there's some good content. Um, Now, just to get serious for a moment, uh, before we do get into the chat, uh, we'd like to dedicate this episode to the memory of Simon Cooper, uh, who lost his battle with cancer last week. Now, Simon was pretty much the godfather of rugby league in Germany. Um, He's someone I would have loved to have had as a guest on this show. Uh, our thoughts are with his family and friends during this time. Um, I'll leave the rest of the episode up to The Biggest Tiger. I'll be back for our regular episode midweek as well. And until then, I'm Michael Carboni. This is episode 72 of the Chasing Kangaroos podcast.
1: You're listening to Chasing Kangaroos, the rugby league podcast for fans who are passionate about seeing the game played in more places. Thanks Cubs. Sitting patiently on the phone with me today is the man that has created a lot of success for the West Tigers, moved his winning culture to New South Wales Rugby League in 2013, he oversaw the creation of New South Wales Rugby League Centre of Excellence and has started the tri-league program. New South Wales Rugby League CEO David Trodden. welcome to Chasing Kangaroos.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Great pleasure to
1: be joining you. Now, anyone who's sensible enough to to listen to other podcasts that I'm on uh, would have already listened to your whole big backstory because I know quite well you're a Bowmane boy, uh, and that's kind of how we know each other. So if anyone wants to have a deep dive into, David, into David's closer histories with rugby league, please go back and listen to that. But anyone anyway, silly enough not to have listened to that, ep, tell us just a little bit about David Troyden growing up in Bowmane.
2: That's um, been in Balmain for quite a few generations. So um, went to uh, Gladstone Park Public School in Balmain, and then um, subsequently to Fort Street High School, which uh, a lot of different Balmain people um, attend. And so uh, I-, I think maybe that you know that the major defining um, aspect of my life has been. Um, my life was to um, have the opportunity to be the chairman of the Balmain Tigers and subsequently the chairman of West Tigers as well, so um, uh, that was a fantastic thing for me, a fantastic opportunity and I'm um, really proud that it, I, um, well, I had the opportunity to do that because it's not something that um, uh, many people have the opportunity to
1: do. Now while we're on Balmain, can you just tell me your great um, anecdote about as a child you really thought that people who lived in Balmain were like special people? That's my favourite anecdote.
2: Yeah, well, well, it's probably not going to um, um, paint me in, uh, in great light with some of you listeners, but um, I, I, I grew up um, quite genuinely believing that Balmain was a really special place and was sort of the epicentre of everything that happened. So when I was going up, um, there was a guy by the name of Dave Renneberg, um, who really was from Balmain, and he was... For uh, at that period of time, only for a short time, but he was the opening bowler in the Australian cricket team. The um, Bowbane Rugby League team uh, when I was quite young. Um, and uh, just started to get inter- interested in rugby league they won the competition and that, that was at a stage where a lot of the guys that played
0: in the team um, actually lived in the area as well. Mm. You know, so you know John Spencer and Gary Leo from the East End of Bowman used to see them around all the time
2: uh, Lynn Colleen worked in the area uh, Martha Beetson worked in the area as well mm. um, and of course the, the, you know, the greatest sportswoman that will ever live Dawn Fraser um, lived in the area Neville uh, Rand went to the same school as me, uh, was Premier. Um, Sir John Kerr, who went to the same school as me, was (laughs) Governor-General. Not not too many people claim him. (laughs) Even the best best cooks in the world, um, the likes of Lenny McPherson and Stan Smith, are from Balmain as well, used to see them quite regularly. So I genuinely believe that no matter what you wanted to do in life, if you wanted to be a sports person, if you wanted to be uh, in the war or the business, or if you wanted to be a cook, (laughs) Right. <laughs>
1: And look, sir, as a Balmainian myself, I love that story wholeheartedly and still and still believe it. And although you can't, I also put you on top of that list as well of people from Balmain who have done gone on to do great things. And I just want to touch on one other thing. You said that um, you've had all these generations that have gone to Leichhardt. I've had the honour of taking Littlest Tiger to Leichhardt to see a bunch of different games, but not a first-grade game yet. However, he and I are officially at the NRL through cardboard cutouts. Now, is, he, is the CEO of, of New South Wales Rugby League also cut out and at Bankwest or, or Campbelltown? No, no, unless somebody...
2: No, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen
1: this on him.
2: Unless
1: somebody's done it for you. I've seen, <laughs> seen other... Uh, uh, Jack cardboard cutouts there, um, so I wouldn't rule out the possibility. Right, but uh, not yet as far as I know. Okay, well let's think about let's talk about things that ha- are really happening. What's your your current role at the moment with um, New South Wales Rugby League, and what does it entail? So New
2: South Wales Rugby League basically uh, runs everything to do with the gap in New South Wales, with the exception of the NRL competition. So. We run the second tier competition, third tier competition, the women's competition, all of the underage competitions, both both in metropolitan Sydney, regional New South Wales, Mm -hmm. and of course we run um, the state of origin team, the men's state of origin team, and the women's state of origin team, right at the pinnacle of the game. Mm -hmm. So um, everything, with the exception of the NRL, is run by us.
1: That's fantastic. And so, what what then impact do you have in your role over all of those minions? Well, I'd like to think that um, you know if we're running a good organisation.
2: That um, that that all of uh, all of those different areas of the game are, are uh, successful. I mean, the, the sort of key metrics that we uh, that that, that, we, that we look for are uh, uh, increasing levels of participation and uh, people getting um, a great enjoyment out of the game and becoming lifelong. Um, uh, supporters and participants in our game, and you know, that's delivered by making your organisation successful at all levels, whether it's the state of origin or anywhere further down the chain, and making um, your organisation one which is seen to be uh, you know, a, a leader in its uh, business and, and, and one
1: that people want to be part of. Okay, so thinking about that, what are some of the best developments you've seen in, um, in New South Wales Rugby League since you've been there?
2: One of the one of the most important things about our organisation, essentially we're a community-based organisation, so there's, there's over a hundred thousand people play, play your league in New South Wales. Wow. If you want to be successful in your community, you have to be relevant to your community, and that means to all parts of your community. So it means that you can't just be relevant to the male side of the community. You know, you have to be relevant to uh, to women, and women, you have to include them. Right. Our know, head of all New South Wales rugby league competitions is a, a woman, uh, and that's for the first time ever. So I'd like to think that we've sort of moved the dial a little bit uh, in, in terms of uh, um, accepting the role that women legitimately claim um, in, in rugby league. Um, but it also means that you've got to involve um, people in, in culturally and linguistically diverse communities in the organisation. last year called Tri League which mm. tries to, to bring um, culturally and linguistically diverse um, communities to it again and to make
1: them feel welcome in our again. Great, and I'm really glad you brought that up because that was what I was now going to focus on. So the aim for that is just to try and get um, more people involved in it or is the aim trying to just make the, the community like fall in love with rugby league? or What's what's the real aim of, that, of Tri League? Well, it's
2: all of those things. I mean, you have you can't just be relevant as I said to a section of the community. you have to be relevant to the whole community and that means all different uh, um, all different um, uh, culturally uh, or linguistically diverse sections of the community story I like stories one of the other stories I tell about growing up in Balmain is that when I was growing up in Balmain the dominant sort of um, uh, ethnic communities were the Italian community and the Greek community and um, you know, if you grew up in Balmain if you're Italian, you are Italian and you played soccer The Union um, until until um, uh, a Greek immigrant by the name of George Papontos huh. uh, became captain of the Canterbury club and ultimately became captain of the Australian team and then was, no the Greek boys wanted to play soccer
1: for Canterbury anymore but they wanted to play rugby like oh. for Canterbury <laughs> right. and, and and I think
2: that um, that if we hope to, uh, to, to ever uh, you know, convince a sort of an Indian community, or a Vietnamese community, um, or, uh, or you know, any sort of community that they are welcome in the game and they should be included in the game. Uh, you, 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 you have to involve them in the game and you have to develop a champion, like a Dr. George Boppartus, who will ultimately lead those communities to become sort of deeply embedded in our game. And that takes a while, but you have to work at it. Program um, at an Indian language school at uh, Blacktown, and out of a reasonably small school, year, I think we had ten or fifteen people who uh, who uh, signed up to play in the Penrith Junior League pretty much straight away. And oh well. One of our one of our employees said to the principal, why is it that um, none of your students have played rugby league before?" And the principal said, "The well, no of ever asked us, mm. you know, which 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 every which every rugby league." administrator should be embarrassed to hear mm. because, because it's, it's seriously a matter of um, just making pe- people feel, no matter where, where they're from or, or um, you know, whatever, making them feel welcome in your game and if you make them feel welcome in your game, you can turn them into um, long-term advocates for the game and supporters of the game.
1: And so... Are there target groups at the moment though that you guys are focusing on? That was a, that was a great example of an Indian um, school. But is there pockets of Sydney you're focusing on, or, or cultural groups you're trying to focus on one at a time? Or uh, yeah, well, so we run we run the program with the Indian communities
2: in pilot, but um, but and uh, we're, we're running um, uh, we've expanded it to different Indian communities in different areas of New South Wales. But it's basically uh, more broadly we want.
0: Okay.
1: And, and do you have any, is there any kind of turf war there with the AFL? I know it's been pretty aggressive in, in, I don't know about multi in multicultural places, but certainly in junior schools and stuff like that. Is there, has there been any issues with with that? No, not really. I mean, I think, I think you're
2: right. I think they do a better job in that area than we do. They have a partnership with biocultural in New South Wales, and they have had that for um, some little time. Uh, we we entered into a similar partnership about 12 months ago, and so we're really at the embryonic stages right. and, um, you know, taking our game along a similar path. But um, it's a path which I think will open up many, many opportunities for our game and something that we... Um, that we've been
1: deficient in the past but something that we can really develop right the future. And so do you, how do you how do you measure this now? Do you have like current numbers of kids who have participated or do you do it on kids who have who have later gone and signed up? How, how do you measure how it's going? Um, well
2: there's a whole lot of different I mean obviously the most the most obvious uh, measurement is um, participation um, over a sustained period of time. Right. But, um, so we, we, we've, got a, we've got a partnership with the University of New England, um, over, basically over high performance aspects of our, um, our uh, organisation, but, um, but they're doing some work for us in relation to every trial and program we run, um, you know, with extended interviews and the like, uh, monitoring uh, the success of
1: How, you mentioned before that you had that that partnership. How is it financed? Is it through the government multicultural things, or is it, is it? Do you guys have to find your own money, or? Oh well, we well we
2: um, we get um, uh, some government funding to run it, but um, but, it, but it's uh, that the government funding we get is supplemented
1: by um, our own funding because it's something we believe so strongly. Yeah right. Yeah great. Um, so how do you think, say in, in five years' time, how will you know that this was successful?
2: Uh, when we have uh, the young Indian kid day billing for West Tigers um, <laughs> in, in the, in the centres and you cheering him on a my over once his son standing up the
1: hill. Yeah, him getting the Clive uh, Churchill medal, you mean? Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah perhaps, yeah.
2: Yeah, but it becomes self perpetuating if we get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. We won't have to run tri league programs then because every evening people want to
1: play for the Tigers or whoever. Yeah. And are there future goals for this program? Well, future goals, maybe not for this program, but programs similar to it? Well, where are we going to next with this kind of stuff?
2: Well, those
1: sort of things, I mean, I'm, I'm quite serious about that, but I mean, you have to, you can't be what you can't
2: see, mm. a, you have to develop, um, you
1: have to develop those sort of role models and champions um, uh, to, 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 to get people genuinely involved in long-term support as you go. Okay, so from the perspective of growth, saying uh, of not just spectators, but of people participating, what else do you really want to see happening um, in New South Wales? Yeah, okay, excellent. Like that one?
2: In the, in the women's forum or the men's
1: forum. Yeah, I love it. Um, and just while we're quickly on that, how are you feeling about it being at the end of the season after the grand final?
2: Oh, I'm just pleased at the
1: time. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, you so know, I mean, it'll be different this year, but. Um but you know we're uh, we're coming into a really good
1: period of time, I think, with our team. If we're not right in the middle of it at the moment, so I think um, you know, there's every reason for us to be uh, very confident that we'll do well. Yeah, and can I just also ask you about nines? I got distracted by um by Origin chat. The then do you see nines as an area of growth as well in the New South Wales Rugby League with juniors or, or even in senior teams?
2: Uh, yeah, I do. I do. Uh, nines I mean is an. To offer, right. particularly uh, particularly in schools, um, and uh, and as a, as, a, as a game, we should be offering um, people an ability to be involved um, for as long as we can keep them involved in whatever form of the game we can keep them involved. Right, and um, and, uh, and and is is something uh, that you know shorter shorter format uh, in terms of team size and and um, and also. Uh,
1: Time commitment um, it makes it easier for people to remain involved, and it's, it's certainly another great area, I think. And another opportunity for New South Wales to be Queensland at something as well. I think all well, the so. <laughs> uh, now, finally, how can people get involved or help or support um, these initiatives? Well, everything we run is, um, is, is,
2: uh, is tied to um, a, lo- a local uh, club, so I mean, you can get involved in all these things by simply. Uh, your local uh, rugby league club, wherever that might be, and putting your hand up and
1: saying, I want help. And um, I can guarantee you if you go and see them and say, I want help, um, they're going to say, uh, we don't
2: need you. I think everybody's going to welcome <laughs> yeah. you with open
1: arms. And so, yeah, so that will uh, be, uh, be a great thing to do if um, you're minded to do that. Thanks, David. This has been great. That's all the questions and comments I have. Thank you again for your time.